it's all good. It happens. City Goose Gang, we are back, guys. We are back for another episode of the City Goose Podcast, the best podcast in Houston, Texas, in my opinion, and um, Uncle Tino's opinion too, because he's really getting into podcasting, and you know, he this is one of the ones that he listens to, or at least listens to once, and. That's his favorite. He told me on the download. Uh-huh. But <laughs> yeah, so today's episode, uh, we have a very special guest, very dope artist from Houston, just released his album, Colorful, this year. And uh, that guest is Uncle Tino, man. Welcome to the welcome to the Silly Goose Gang, bro. Woo, yeah. What's up, man? How you, uh, you want some cheers, bro? I got you. Watch. Oh, Check yeah. Let's out. do that. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I've always had these things. I just never use them. Ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Tino. That's, the that's color pool. Like, that's what it's going to sound like when, when I'm on SNL. Oh, yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I, can, see, I can definitely see that. I definitely see that. Man. What, what's going on, bro? Uncle Tino is on the podcast, and um, we're here to fucking just, just, just talk, just chop it down like some, uh, like some friends that, that you guys know and... and um, yeah, let's find out a little bit about him. So, th- okay, so you go by Tino. Uncle Tino is your stage name, right? Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. everybody calls you Tino? Mm-hmm. Or pretty much, yeah. Pretty Some much. people call me Tinas. Tinas, okay. Or Tinko, Tingo. My, my uh, friend Paul coined Tinko and, t- and Tinas, and then it just kind of <laughs> spread from there. So, I mean... I have some of my coworkers call me Tank because it's just like like Tank Tank. Because yeah, you're, you're a big guy, right? You're like a fucking tank, bro. I'm a big old strong guy. You're fucking huge, man. I'm kind of intimidated, <laughs> even even <laughs> over Zoom. You know, <laughs> just towering. Yeah, 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 dude. So what's up, man? How, how how you been today? Today has been a whirlwind of a little bit of stress, honestly. Oh yeah, why is that's that? A, yeah, uh, just people at work are getting sick and oh shit, it's Christmas week. Uh, and it's Christmas week, and yeah. there's still some shit that I got to do. I have to rehearse for a show on New Year's Eve. And, oh, at Axelrad, right? Yeah, and I have to pray that I'm, I'm healthy, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm manifesting that I that I am healthy. <laughs> Are you taking the precautionary measures to staying Absolutely. healthy? Yeah, like I've I've been double masking, and uh, I'm, oh shit, this is my second day in a row that I've tested. So, how, how often do you test? I, I test pretty like. Uh, probably like every three weeks if I have to. Oh, okay. okay. I would yeah, say once pretty... since I would say since this new variant came out, I've been like, all right, let me <laughs> let me go <laughs> go a little bit. Let me go milk this insurance from work and, and just... <laughs> just take care of it. Yeah, it's it's almost <laughs> I've almost gotten used to the the poke in the nose. I'm just like, damn, like this is. This I ne- is a I never now. got one of those. I never got a, a test Sheesh. like a nose test. The first time I got one, I was like, wow. Okay, well, the first time I got one, they didn't. They didn't go deep enough. Okay, but, that's what she said. Ow! But like, <laughs> but um, but that was the first time I tested at all because I did mm-hmm. test positive. I did have COVID. Oh shit! This was okay. a year ago. Yes, and um, and it didn't. They kind of just like put it in my nose and then pushed up, but it wasn't like, like way back there, like where it's yeah. supposed to be. Okay. And, but I still tested positive, so I mean, I guess that was all right. <laughs> but, did you? Uh, how how did you? Uh, how was your experience with that? With it having was, um, COVID, it was a, a, a lot of time just in my room, not doing mm-hmm. anything. Uh, resting. Did it hit you pretty bad? It hit me in a way. 
I didn't get the cough or nothing. I definitely, I just got a shitload of sinus pressure that just wouldn't go away. Mm-hmm. That sucked. And, you know, I lost my taste and my smell for, for okay. about yeah. well over a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And it came back pretty gradually. But I would say the weirdest part was that, like, I really couldn't nap. Like, I tried taking a you nap. You couldn't nap? Nah, really? I guess I was just, like, so, like, angst, angst, anxious about... um about having something and uh-huh. <laughs> whatever just like fuck i have covid and then I'll yeah just... yeah because that you said you got it a year ago right yeah and i just couldn't I, I, sleep yeah at I the just... time i guess it, i mean it was really new we didn't really know what what it was going to do to us everybody was pretty freaked out yeah and then i started losing my taste and my smell and i was like this is weird it was super yeah. fucking weird i couldn't even smell my own shit yeah no <laughs> i was yeah. like i was like this feels like it fucking reeks but i can't smell nothing and then i'm just like god i feel bad for everybody else <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I lost my sense of taste and smell as well. I got I actually got COVID twice. Oh damn it, got, bro! I'm sorry to hear that. Nah, dude, it's okay. I I, I was good, man. I just had um, each time it was just one really bad day, just like a really bad flu. Mm-hmm. And um, other than that, I was fine. I lost my sense of taste and smell. And um, the second time, I feel like I never got it 100 percent back. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's weird, man. I'm thinking about taking the the COVID shot just to maybe see if I can get it. You know, get my taste all the way back yeah, with, with yeah. the fucking shot with the vaccine, man. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a, it's a trip. I just I just knew that once I got out of it, I was mm-hmm. I was the weirdest feeling in the world. Like, like that brain fog was there. Mm-hmm. I already have really shitty memory. Like, I okay. wake up and my memory just like restarts. It's really bad. No <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I mean, it might as well. But uh, but yeah, it was it was just super uncomfortable. Just like uh, like being so worn out from it. You know, uh-huh. that was and probably that, the weirdest thing ever. And then after that, you're, I'm, you're, are you already vaccinated and everything right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten my booster just because I like, I want to plan for it mm-hmm. because, I mean, it, this is kind of shitty, but I mean, there's like so much going on and I'm just yeah. like, all right, I'll, I'm just kind of like putting off or when, when I'm able to do it and then, you know, people at work are getting sick, you know, and yeah. I have to like, I have to step in there for that. And I'm just like, well, I can't, I can't feel bad. <laughs> at work because of the shot but also i don't want to go to work because i don't want to catch anything and just in case like it's it's trippy they're not really doing anything about that right now which kind of sucks but you, it's just like whatever right because i mean it's texas it, like a lot of people are acting like it's not even a thing nowadays yeah i don't know but, i mean they, they stopped talking about all the cases now right like it's something yeah, they don't really see in the news anymore but it's crazy because, I mean, there's, there's even more. Like, today I went to go get tested. I still haven't got my results back because they have, like, over 200 tests today. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was That's like, insane. I tested at four. Like, that was five hours ago, and I haven't wow. gotten shit. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I think the last time I, I got tested was when I tested positive back in January. Well, almost a year ago, actually. Yeah. Almost a year ago, man. But, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. dude, so let, let's get a little bit into... Uh, your album, a colorful dude. Um, what what made you name all the titles of the songs like colors? Because I know Jay Balvin did that recently as well, right? Like his last album or two ago. Yeah, I was I was kind of like, I was like, there's no original idea. <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, dude. That, that's what I was gonna say. Dude. Any, anything you do nowadays, it's been done. Like on Instagram, I just saw a video of some guy doing the moonwalk. Like thirty-two years before MJ, uh, Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. So it's right. like nowadays, it, it, there's no such thing as like originality. 
because all we're doing is kind of taking a little bit of everything that we've seen and kind of make it into our own in a way, you know? Yeah. So but like, it's everything's influenced. For sure. I would say so. Uh, my my best friend, uh, Drew, um, produced, well, executive produced the album. I was, I guess, co- co-producer a little bit. I produced a little bit and Dende helped me and uh, Slow King as well, but we um Drew sent me um well he didn't send it to me I was over at his studio one day mm. and uh, it was a song called Blue that popped up on you know he was just like oh yeah like I'm working on something I'm working on a compilation album with different artists okay so he was just sending me stuff and we were listening jamming and then he was like yeah there's a few open ones and then he played one called Blue and I was like this is this is perfect I uh. was like I was like it was always something different like every corner like there was always like a new sound mm-hmm. to the to the instrumental and i was like i was like i gotta have this and I, at the time i was like kind of out of a relationship uh-huh. kind of like well i was out of a relationship but i was kind of like still talking to that person and i was like you know what but also doing me and yeah. i was like you know what i kind of want to that's a confusing stage huh yeah it was weird like we were cool <laughs> or whatever but yeah 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 but I was like, you know, I don't even have any love songs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of, I don't even, at the time, I don't remember if I did or if I didn't, but I was like, oh, this is, this is perfect for like a little love song. Mm-hmm. And then what else happened? Yeah. And then, so started so writing then pretty, that. Pretty much the, the, the whole idea of, of name of the, the, the song Colors, it came as, as you were creating the album. It wasn't like, this is how I'm going to do it. The songs are going to be this and I'm going to make the song yeah. to fit the title. Kind pretty a little bit. So I mean, it started with blue, and I wasn't even thinking about an album at mm-hmm. that time. I was just trying oh, to make okay. music. I was in I was in school, so I was just like really trying to navigate and and figure shit out. And um, and yeah, and then after blue, uh, I would go over and I would record and and keep recording. And I've recorded over a hundred versions of it because <laughs> oh, I shit. yeah, because I was uh, I was singing, but I wasn't. I hadn't recorded anything where I really sing on it. So I was, I was still trying to really figure that out. And then after mm-hmm. that, he sent me another instrumental titled green. Okay. And I immediately just started, I wrote that whole song like in a day. And then I told him, I was like, why don't we just do a full album of colors and just kind of like make each color, like an emotion in a way, or uh-huh. like, this is how this color makes me feel or how this color would sound. You know what I mean? Dude, that, so. that, that's so awesome to hear and the backstory behind it. And mm-hmm. actually, Green is one of my favorite songs, dude. That song is so oh, it's fucking good. I fucking hate that song. Yes. I, re- I have replayed that song so many times, man. Yeah, it's so and good. Then, yeah. And then also Orange, obviously. Like, that's the one with the dope video that, that you made. Um, and tell me a little bit about that concept, man, with the whole uh, paper bag puppet and, and all that. I hate to Who? tie it back, but it was definitely COVID. Really? That's what it yeah, was? So- yeah, so um, when when all that that shit hit, you know, I had an idea for it. I wanted it to be like at a bar, and whatever. I was probably just gonna use like. What rights. bar was that in that you did the video in? Uh, sixes and sevens. It's on uh, Wa, I think, or Commonwealth. I think it's Wa, okay. but definitely like in the Montrose area. But um, Montrose, okay. But um, I had um a live stream show. It was a Madness on Main show. And I had like drew on like a poster uh-huh. and there was like red curtains behind where I was uh, performing and my friend Paul was shooting it and he goes, this kind of looks like, like a puppet show. Okay. And then I was like, 
it kind of stuck with me and I was like, huh, puppets, puppets, puppets. And then I was like, I could, I can film a video and use puppets. Uh huh. And eventually shit started opening back up and I was like, well, I don't want to cast anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to teach anybody to say anything. What I'd you got to do. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather just make stupid little silly puppets. So I, th- I thought it was dope, man. It, it looked pretty good. And like, Thank you. You, you've never, I've never seen that before, you know? Yeah. I've never yeah. seen that. So I mean, <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty dope. And like the concept of it, it, it was, it was badass, dude. Thank you. So it was like a good way to improvise, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, and it's, it's funny cause orange wasn't even my favorite song on the album to begin really? with at, at all. Yeah. Nah, I was like, I was like, yeah, but I feel like this is going to be a favorite because mm-hmm. usually the artist's least favorite song is a favorite song of the crowd, but oh, it is, yeah. it is my favorite song to perform. And I love mm-hmm. the video we made out of it. I was like, you know what? This is going to be like my toy. If anything, like I'm going to, yeah, experiment with this with this um with this song. It's and crazy because John Mayer has said it. something to to that extent before. Like some of his least favorite songs are like the big hits. Yeah, and, and he would, didn't even expect that. Yeah, I probably just need. I'm thinking about making more music that I don't like. Right, <laughs> just to get to get that shit popping. What What is yeah, your favorite right. song on that album? Uh, probably Yellow Gold. Yellow Gold, okay, yeah, that's another, that's I, that's the one I downloaded right after fucking Orange. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I didn't I download like, all of them, I'm not going to lie, but most of them I did. And Yellow Gold, that was one of them for sure. Dude, I I produced that song and was like, I don't know, I, I love that song so much. I really wanted to go for like a, like a Gorillaz mm-hmm. type of feel with it. I, I love Gorillaz, it's one of my favorite groups. So yeah, they're like, badass. Yeah, so... With the with that like kind of filtered you know verse on it was like I was uh, inspired by was it Rhinestone Eyes mm-hmm. from Plastic Beach so I was like okay I'm, okay I'm, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like this but <laughs> and then and then the synth like I just like I think I was just fucking around one day and I just did some random like drums uh-huh. just like a snare and a kick and one and- day it was like oh how about Sugar Sugar like I like this song and then I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get what you're saying, man. Yeah, that, that's dope, though, man. Do Do you ever take any um? Do Are you ever under the influence whenever you try and create anything? Probably like beer, but I mean, or like alcohol, but I don't, I don't do that often. Uh huh. I'm not. I'm you're not, not much a, of a I'm drinker. Not a, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I didn't say that, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not a big medicator. Uh, okay. I, I, I did try Adderall in, in college. And uh, I fucking hated it. I lost my appetite for like two weeks, and I was yeah. like, "This is this ain't this ain't it." <laughs> mm. Were you were you productive as fuck though? Oh yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. But then I was also productive getting sick because I, I mm. fucked up and like I took a bite out of like this like what was it like a chicken fried steak sandwich from Sonic, which is like fire when you're not on Adderall. Uh huh. But I took and a it, bite. I didn't up? even swallow. Yeah, and then oh, I, I I sped it out, and I just like. I was throwing up for like an hour. I was like, this is not the way I, I decided to go, but it's, <laughs> take me, Jesus. This might be it. God, man. And that was because yeah, you were on Adderall and you decided to eat on it. On it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I think I'm hungry. I should probably eat. You know, like my mm-hmm. my regular brain is just like. It's lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, like you need to eat something. You haven't eaten in uh, over a few hours and then mm-hmm. your body's getting weak. And then I tried. Like, and fuck it. it. 
I was like, oh, and it didn't work. And then on the way, on the way to the bathroom, uh-huh. there, I was in the library. I remember. Oh shit! I'm, on my way to the bathroom, I saw like an apple. Like somebody had an apple, <sighs> like a, a Granny Smith apple. And I was uh-huh. like, I was like, I hate to bother you, but I really need this apple. I'll give you like a dollar. And they were like, uh-huh. oh, okay. And then they like gave me the apple, which was bad because it's acidic because it's uh-huh. sour, and I threw up even more. So I was. Oh shit. This, yeah, yeah, I would have gotten yeah. up. <laughs> Not a good experience. Yeah, so I was like, nah. And then I had taken like a whole twenty milligrams, so apparently you're supposed to half it. And uh uh-huh. I hear yeah. I heard you're supposed to take you're supposed to smoke weed to kind of even out the Adderall, bro. That's what I hear. I could ask. <laughs> I could ask. Um, okay, okay. So you are, I'm I'm guessing you're also not much of a smoker. Nah. Is it just personal preference or, or? Yeah, like I just don't. I just don't. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's just... I mean, if you don't need it, fuck for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like oh, I don't think anybody. I just go to sleep. Like I don't like being asleep. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I, I'll rest when I need to rest, but I hate just being tired. For no reason. For no reason. Like, yeah. Like, nah, bro. I'm tired. My my vibe is just low. Like this isn't cool. <laughs> yeah. no, you, you you're a pretty hyperactive guy, man. Like I said, I, I love watching your stories, man. And that's one thing that um uh, that really caught my eye about you because I think I, I um I saw that you were friends with uh with that Ricky from Camera Cult, mm-hmm. and I think that's whenever we kind of started following each other and um. I would just fucking watch your story sometimes, man. I would just fucking crack up because you're <laughs> fucking ranting about just random ass shit, you know. And and that shit's pretty funny, man. Not not a lot of people can really put themselves out there and are really confident enough to just express how they're feeling about certain things, you know. Yeah, I just um... I, I guess that's why I really like the freedom that 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 I get from you, you know. Thanks. <laughs> I just um. <laughs> used to follow myself around with a camera all the time. So oh, really? I was just, I, yeah, I was, I remember being in high school and I have this camcorder. I can actually show it to you right now. Oh, listeners won't be able to this thing yeah. right here. And okay. I would just, um, it doesn't work. It's the camera, but I do have like tapes of me just like filming random shit and me just mm-hmm. doing random shit with like random, like jump cuts. It's, it's so stupid, but like during high school, you—that's whenever you kind of got into the whole creative. Field. I would say a little bit. So I mean, I um—I've always really liked making videos, uh-huh. and um, I used to have like I used to fuck with Windows Movie Maker a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I've just always—I've always liked being in front of a camera a little bit. I would kind of get camera shy. Like I would—I don't like being in front of a camera. If somebody made me get in front of the camera. I'm like, yeah. Man, like, like I will, I will do it. Like, just chill. Like, yeah. But, um, but, um, I liked, um, like, I guess directing and mm-hmm. making little skits, and I would do like videos, like on my phone whenever, like, video came out, like on phone, on like cell phones and shit. And uh, yeah. Then Vine came out when I was in high school, and I would. Would you just, kill it on Vine? I did. I I, w- <laughs> I, I blew up on Vine for. Yeah. Like two years, I had like, like one thousand, no one hundred, one hundred and fifty thousand followers. I think. No shit. No one hundred. Oh, no, I had fifty thousand. Oh, oh, oh. Fifty thousand. So you tried to lie to us. You try to lie. Okay. But <laughs> but I had two hundred and fifty thousand revines and likes. 
Oh shit! On one video, and then I just gained fans uh-huh. from there. Oh, that, that, that's that's solid numbers right there, man. Yeah, that shit. That's that was kind of like my my boost. Uh-huh. And it was. Are you on TikTok weird. now? Yeah, I'm definitely on TikTok. I'm trying to navigate it the way I did with Vine, which is like uh-huh. record everything that I'm yeah. doing. Like, <laughs> but it's tough as an adult, like when opposed to being, you know, a 17, 19 year old kid with. Mm-hmm. A, a, a fucking free schedule and full-time student you know like exactly just it's totally different like can procrastinate all i want <laughs> I get what you're saying. yeah definitely man so when did you start getting into into music like what were your, your some of your influences that kind of drove you to this field uh definitely like missy elliott mm-hmm. uh limp biscuit wu-tang big l de la soul um, gorillas, like I said, Daft gorillas, Punk. yeah. Um, Deftones, Incubus, a lot of classic rock, of course, Led Zeppelin, yeah. and um, like Black Eagles, Keys. Eagles, okay. Hence, uh, one of these nights at the beginning of Orange is a little Easter egg there, okay. And, and um, what else? Um, Chicago, a little bit of Boston, definitely like funk, like Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, a Daz band. Okay. Like, they, uh, a little bit of everything. Like you, yeah. that, that's thing, man. You're all genres. You're just a, a fan of music. Yeah, I just love. I love everything. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- I love a lot of things. Uh, so I can't really get into country that much, though. I can get into it if it's on, but I can't like uh-huh. sit. I can't sit on a bus ride or a plane ride and listen to fucking. It's too slow for you, Brad huh? Paisley. <laughs> it's, it's too slow it's too something i don't know what it is i think it probably because it makes you feel something man and you're scared of your feelings bro that's probably what it is <sighs> why uh, why you gotta air me out like that hey you know i'm just here to try and be a friend and um i, I just have a shoulder if you ever need to lean on or cry on same thing i told ricky man because it's beautiful that that last time i told i talked to ricky he hadn't cried in a very long time. And I told him, man, like, you need to let that shit out, bro. It, it's healthy for you. Oh, I cry. Yeah, I cry. no, me I too. I cry a lot. I cry a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the champion crier. The champion crier? Yeah. That's West what I'm talking about. East of El Paso, that's me. The cha- okay. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the world champion crybaby. I don't know. I, I, I might have you be. We might have a, a competition sometime. I cry. I cried today. But Me too. What'd you I, cry about? What was, what, what'd you cry about today? Um, my best friend dropped a, a beautiful video and song. With oh my, shit! With with my other best friend, and uh-huh. it was beautiful, and I cried. Okay, and when you cried, do you mean like you just shed a couple of tears, or like did no. you have the sniffles and shit? Had, <laughs> it was a little oh, bit shit. of that, like that. <laughs> okay, okay, I didn't do all that. I might it just have a tear. It was some of that. Nah, it was a little, you know. Like, okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like I was like. Fuck! Like I had to, I had to text him and tell him, like, bro, I cried, and he was like, yeah, me too, and I was like, bro, <laughs> I, I see. Love this for us. I, I, that's awesome, dude. I, I need to have friends where I could just text about. Well, no, actually, I kind of did because um, my buddy uh, uh, Ulysses Ramos from Inside the North Side, mm-hmm. um, uh, he, I was listening to one of his last episodes when he was talking about his grandpa, and he kind of cried in the podcast, and I fucking cried along with him too, man. I was like, fuck. Why are you doing this to me, man? But I'm, you know, crying is beautiful. It is, man. It is. It's a beautiful thing, and 
like my dad, uh, he tell he sometimes he tells me that like he's jealous that I'm able to do it because he's like a really like old school guy, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. that's something that he never um, was told that was okay to do, you know. He was like a man. Yeah. That's something that you can't do. So it's like. Yeah, we've had some uh, some very touching moments, and he's he's shared that with me that he's so jealous that I'm able to do that because he can't. He tells me like he doesn't know how to cry, and like yeah. that, like hearing that shit makes me more sad, and I'm fucking crying more like a little fucking bitch, man. And he's and he's just sitting there green with envy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> tries, man. He tries. He but like it sounds so funny. I almost kind of want to laugh whenever he kind of, you know, he's trying to cry because it's fucking hilarious, but it's sad at the same time. <laughs> Because yeah. I was like, dude, just cry, bro. Just let that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so when did you start getting into music? Um, I would say seriously, I, I started getting into it when I was like 14. 14? Yeah, but I've always, I've been around music my whole life, you know, like my dad loved to play music. My mom also liked music. There was a guitar mm-hmm. in the house. Um, I got like a little drum set when I was a kid. And I really liked it. <laughs> a drum but, set? Yeah, I was um, a bit of a perfectionist. So, like, I was always mad that when I wasn't good right away. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this should be in me, bro. Like, I want to do this so bad. Like, it's like, I like it so much. It? I should be able to do it. Yeah. I was, yeah. I mean, like, I was like, I, can, I literally had a dream that I was shredding. Like, why am I, why why am am I so I... bad? <laughs> why am I not good right now? Like, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, was a... I was like that my whole my whole childhood though. I was with anything, sports, video games. Uh huh. Yeah, I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, why am I not good? I should be good, hey, huh? Like, you, were, <laughs> you were pretty good in basketball though, right? Oh yeah. I saw that 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 one ad you posted. Yeah, I um, I played basketball ever since I was like three. Oh sh. Yeah, so I mean, as soon as I ever saw Space Jam. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's what turned you on to it. Okay, yeah, and you know there was a again like a a little like a basketball goal, and I would always like play with it and, and shoot. Uh-huh. And we had a of course a, a goal in the backyard, and I would I would play with my dad. I would also play with my uncle because there was a, a a hoop at my grandma's house. Also, we were I yeah. mainly kind of like grew up while my parents were at work. And so you were fucking balling whenever you got to high school. Did you win yeah, any championships? We did. Uh, we did district champs. I think maybe uh-huh. three, four. I don't remember. Uh, two years in a row, maybe. But um, that was right when like Yates was like really fucking good, mm-hmm. and Yates. there was a year. Yates is Yates. a high school. Yates is a high school that's notoriously good at basketball. Okay. They're here, damn here in good. Houston. Yes, in uh, in third world, right by UH. And, okay. Um, they, God, they were f- dynamite. <laughs> they were really <laughs> fucking good. And, and is that um, a team that you would play against? Yeah, they were okay. like in they were in our district, so we would we would play them. Oh, like, we would play them twice a, twice a year. Oh damn, they were in your district. Yeah, they were fire. They were incredible. It was that was like always the game everybody was like nervous about. Uh-huh. You know? And um. Excuse me, and um, hell yeah, yeah. He, that shit and then, out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fucking yeah, there was a year where like all their all their top players like graduated, and then they were 
not that good. So uh-huh. that, was, that was the year. I think those were the years that we had won district champs. So that's when you took over, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so at 14, what did you start doing music-wise that was a serious? Were you, like, making beats or rapping? Oh, writing? A little bit, yeah, a little bit of that. I, I would rap a little bit to myself. I was kind of, like, shy about it. I didn't want to look stupid. Uh-huh. I didn't know what my writing was yet, and I would just kind of rhyme things. What would you write about that, like, when you first started? What What was, like, one of the first things you wrote on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, every, is it that embarrassing, or it was you just, just don't like, remember? It's just a little bit of both. Like, it uh-huh. was just kind of, you know, like, whatever anyone first starts writing about when they're rapping, you know, they kind of, it's rapping essentially is, is a boast. You know, you're uh-huh. just kind of talking about yourself and, oh, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. You know, yeah. this is what my life is about, you know, like just a little shit like that. And then eventually I started to take my writing a little bit more seriously and I started mm-hmm. writing a lot of poetry. And then I did slam poetry in high school and I would kind of like incorporate rapping with that. Okay. And and yeah, I started playing guitar a little bit more like around sixth grade which i'm not disciplined at all and i need to be but okay. i do i do love to play it i, I play by ear um and I, I i like the way that you kind of uh shifted you know that that narrative of the question and you didn't really answer the first things you would write about adhd okay that's what I, that's what that was no so anyway i was just right <laughs> yeah i said i was just right about myself i would uh uh-huh. And then it would just kind of, as I got older, I would just kind of write about stuff, I guess. Like, I was a little bit of a cynic uh-huh. as a kid. Like, I kind of was like, that's not real music. You know, everybody was listening to Hannah Montana and Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I never like, this shit's, that. I was like, this shit's fucking stupid. And I was uh, like, this what were you listening to at the time? I was... Missy Elliott, right? Yeah, I was digging, I was really digging into old school hip-hop. So, like, Gangstar... Uh-huh. Big L, like old Jay Z, Biggie. Uh, like I just Diggable been listening Planets, to Biggie lately. Biggie, little yeah. I and, and here's the other thing. I was like, well, everyone listens to Biggie. I don't have to dig into Biggie that much. Yeah, so like, <laughs> that's for me for a long time. Yeah, so I was I was trying to like go like the more obscure out, you know, like uh, Quasimodo and like Mad Lib, uh-huh. uh, MF MF Doom for sure. I don't even know who that is. You know what MF Doom is. Nah, man, I'm not very cultured. Goat. Like back in the uh, like in the rap game, I'm, I'm not really oh, no, cultured he, into that. He he, check this out. He passed away last year, and mm-hmm. nobody knew until a month later. No shit. But this guy was like very not secretive, but very sneaky with the way he presented himself. Like he was very low key about a lot of shit. Uh huh. Like what was the his name? MF Doom. MF Doom. All okay. caps. Yeah, and but no, nah, he was fucking great. Is he kind of like Tech Nine kind of thing? No, nah, really, style? he's a little. He's a little bit more like lo-fi. Okay, hip hop like samples and shit. Yeah, so. Okay. But yeah, that's that's really what what I listen to. I would kind of, I don't know, the things that I listen to really uh, would help me like transform my writing in a way, or it would like transmute itself mm-hmm. into each other. It was it was pretty cool. Like, really, what I listen to. I can almost like mimic that style in a way. Okay. A make it kind of your style. Like, but make it my own. Yeah. Yeah. I can't resign. Hell yeah, man. So, oh, okay. Um, 
I have I have other questions on here, but I kind of want to get a, a little bit more um, into how you started. Okay, like uh, your most recent project. What was mm-hmm. the first song that you released? Blue. Blue. Okay, that was the very first mm-hmm. song, and is that yeah. from the current album, right? Uh-huh. And that's the only album that you have out so far. No, I have another okay. album. I have another uh-huh. album that I um I released as my former name, which was MC I Can Rhyme. Which, oh, okay, okay, okay. Which I came up with that in eighth grade. I kept it for the sentiment. And then that's when I blew up on Vine. And I was like, now I can't change it because too many people know me. What, what was it? I think I saw you post that name uh, not that long ago on your story. What, MC, <laughs> I can rhyme. And it was spelled. MC. And nobody could spell it. I spelled it stupid on purpose because, I, again, I was 14 uh-huh. and, and a, a goon. So <laughs> MC, I can rhyme. Uh, yeah. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I just uh, I just saw your um, you, I, I went to your YouTube before oh, we uh, got on here, and um, I I was jamming to that fucking freestyle you got on there. Which one? Uh, the one the, you don't know what you got on there, man. Mm-hmm. I also subscribed on there, bro, because I was like, was it the blast? Subscribe. Uh, no. I was wa- I was walking around the, the blast. Yeah, 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 the freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was dope, man. I know I was, I, I was in the the, the what was it the rebrand uh-huh. time right there. So that, that was um. That's whenever you were becoming Uncle Tino. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was a lot of fun. I had, I had, a, I had a a blast, if you will. Okay. I had fun with all that. Uh, that that's it, awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just tough because like I was like, kind of not reflecting my value with my followers but i did lose a lot of followers mm-hmm. because everybody was like what happened to mc i could rhyme and then yeah. i would go out in public and people would be like i'm not everybody but some people would be like hey mc i can rhyme and i was like i rebranded Tino. like yeah. I, t- I, I don't tell y'all like nobody paid attention so, <laughs> well yeah I man, you... for like a month and i was like come on y'all <laughs> damn man well yeah i mean you already had a following with that so that that transition must have been difficult, you know. I mean, because it, it's like you're starting all over again in a way. One hundred percent. No, I, I had to like, and then wow. I was really confused with the way like distribution works and stuff like that. So I like mm-hmm. closed my my other store, which is everything underneath MC I can rhyme, mm-hmm. and opened up Uncle Tino. Okay. Because um, I was like, well, what happens when I have to re-release Blue? Like, it's I have to take it off. I didn't. I had a lot of panic and didn't know mm-hmm. how to really, and not a lot of guidance either. I didn't have, I was just asking friends, like, what do y'all think I should do? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, didn't, I don't have a manager. I still don't have a manager. Oh, I have shit. mentors. But, I mean, um, yeah, I'm doing all this myself. That's <laughs> so, awesome, dude. That's awesome. Like, still, you know, it, it comes I'm to tired. show that we're, <laughs> we're at an A and we're at a day that we can actually, well, I say we just because I do this stupid little podcast, but, like, like creators, if well, I know, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm really, I, I'm very sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's, bashful. I like to, for compliments that way, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, like, it's pretty cool that nowadays you don't need, like, a big promoter or, like, a label or anything. You could just release your own music and, like, put it out there to the world, fucking YouTube, Spotify, like, everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. you just have that, that freedom nowadays. Yeah, that's dope. But I mean, you do have a lot of more competitors, right? Because everybody and their moms are 
are, are doing it. Yeah, I mean, I try. I, try, I as, again, uh, a thing with age, especially with with music and me maturing and, and what I'm doing, I really um, have learned. Oop, my! F- I don't know if you heard it. But it vibrated. No, like or I have what? a text tone. And it goes ah ha ha. But anyway, oh, so um, I didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, so like I, as I get older, like um, I try to. How old are you? 26 going on 27 so i mean i really try not to compete with anybody um Mm. i don't there's there's no reason to honestly if 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 you're doing what you're doing and you love what you're doing you know people are gonna fuck with you and and respect you for who you are and what you're doing and because nobody nobody can do anything better than what i'm doing other Mm -hmm. than me like i can i i have my own style of writing i have my own style of production and and beat selection and stuff, you know, I'm not, I'm not Quavo Jr. or anything like that, you know, like, I'm just, I'm Tino, so yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing, and uh, the, as far as, like, the competitors, really, if you want to call it that, um, it's really just a very saturated market, Yeah, and it's, it's something that, one, I've been doing for a while, mm-hmm. so it, which helps to, I guess, be in the scene for a, a longer amount of time, you know, because it's also a lot of who you know, not just what you know. Yeah. Or or what you're doing, you know. it's um, It helps a lot to just, you know, show face and network and build yeah. relationships with people, not just like... And not give up. Meet, yeah, not give up, really. I mean, like I said, I'm, I've been doing this since I was... Or I decided I wanted to do this since I was like 14 years old. I'm, mm-hmm. That was 12 years ago. And, and then um, just now, I mean, you've just kind of rebranded yourself again and still fucking yeah. going at it. For sure, yeah. Three years ago is not a long time ago. Yeah, three <laughs> years. I, dude, I saw that, man. I Because uh, the blast race, I was three years ago, and that's kind of whenever I see the whole Uncle Tino thing kind of starting off. So I didn't know, like, before Uncle Tino, there was Mr. I Can Rhyme, MC I Can Rhyme, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah. don't know about that guy too much. Yes. I mean, that one wasn't really, there wasn't a brand to it. You know, it was mm-hmm. just... It was just basically me, and I didn't dipping really... Dipping your toes in the water, per se? Yeah, I would say, like, I was I was that kid that, that blew up on Vine. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew me because I was funny. I was, I was goofy. I, I was a mascot, like, all this random shit. So, I mean, it was just kind of... It was just a name at that point, and it was it, kind of meaningless. Uh-huh. And then I had an existential crisis at one point saying, like, you know, like, this isn't really, doesn't really fit anymore. You know, like, I don't, and no one can spell it. Like, no one's going to, professionally, no one's going to want to look at this and take it seriously. Mm -hmm. And which is one thing I would say that I would advise, you know, if any other artists are, like, listening to this, like, sometimes you you really got to change shit up for yourself if you want to market yourself better, like it's, it's not all always about like, well, it's what I want to do. It's this, like mm-hmm. I, I kept the name because it had sentiment and later on had grown traction with that name. Mm-hmm. But at, at the end I was like, you know what? I got to take this risk and, and move forward with something that's more catchy, something that, that fits me better. Exactly. Something that makes a little, something that makes a little bit more sense, you know, and yeah. it's, it's straightforward. It's me. You'll be able to find me. And, and, you know, I- how did you come up with shit. that name? Oh, I just always kind of felt like an old head. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and um, 
I don't know. I, I've always given off very uh, paternal vibes. You know, like I, I like to make sure my people are good and yeah, and this and that. But I ain't your daddy. I'm your uncle type shit. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. Like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm like not, I like, love you, <laughs> but fucking leave me alone too. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like it's like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life. You're gonna live your live your life. But like I'm, I'm here if you need me type shit. Yeah, and then, I can get you out of trouble if you need to. Yeah, for sure. And I mean. If it if it means anything, I don't know. I love kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I one day would like to become a father, but it's uh, I'm gonna wait till I have that money. But yeah, I, I'm I not, like I've always, I've always loved kids, dead ass. And then um, um, my one of my good friends had a child, either the day before or after I rebranded. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm an uncle. You know what I mean? So yeah. oh hell <laughs> but, yeah, dude, that was perfect. I, yeah, but I had already been planning the 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 Uncle name Tino. switch uh-huh. yeah so i was like oh wow like that was kind of cool like <laughs> yeah it, was, it just happened to organically it was like meant to be per se yeah and so um earlier we were talking about how you used to work with geo and well you know geo and um fucking ricky from camera Cult and mm-hmm. all that uh what's how do you know the guys like have y'all worked I... together before or so Any i knew crazy stories crazy story was i got hired at Juiceland mm-hmm. uh two years ago and i was i had like an opening shift on a on a sunday like a random whatever uh-huh. and then so shift change came and in comes geo fucking chamba like yeah. i'm like i was like what I was like, you're Geo. I was like, I, I was like, you do music, bro. I've seen, I've seen your shit around. Like he was like, he was like, oh yeah, bro, I work here. I was what like, the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> I was like, me too. I was like, so you were already a fan. He was already like out there yeah, doing his like, thing, and then you see yeah. him walking for his shift. Yeah, I was like, bro, are we coworkers? Like, what the fuck? That was, that was like, I like knew who he was. Yeah, just and I had seen him and him and Coffee like been doing their shit for a minute, and I was like, oh, this shit. is this is a small fucking world, like. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't believe that I work with this guy. I was I was like kind of like fanboying a little bit, but I was no like, shit. <laughs> I was I was just kind of like, damn, like this place has good vibes. I love it. But, That's then, awesome. <laughs> and then I knew Ricky because um, he went to high school with a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. They went to Wall Trip. I went to Reagan. Now high tide, but it was Reagan then. And um, oh, what happened? Uh, and then I think we just started going to a few of their shows or whatever. Mm. And um, Skyler, their drummer, used to drum for me. Okay. Again, again, and I met them through all the all the homies that went to Wild Trip and stuff. And um, he used to drum for me. And then one day we had like one show left, or at Darwin's. And then he was like, "Yeah, bro, like after this, like I'm not gonna really be able to to play because Camera Cold asked me to be their full time drummer." And I was like, "Fuck yeah." Yeah, that's <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> I was like I can't, I can't be mad at that. I'm like, yeah. Why would I be mad? Like I was, I was like, why are you apologizing? You were stumped. Yeah, I was like, why are you apologizing to me? <laughs> I was like, it's amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, that's how I, I know them. Okay, okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. I saw on, on your video the orange uh, one of the paper bags. You, uh, it has like Mija Cultura, and that's <laughs> like his girl's uh, <laughs> brand, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I caught that. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I was I was like, look, I got y'all. I'm gonna make a little cameo, and then I I drew it on the the tube top or some shit of this like titty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I saw the fucking the fucking paper bag tits on it. Fucking had some fucking heavies, bro. <laughs> some fucking heavies. Oh my god, a fucking titty puppet. <laughs> For real, dude. 
Dude, I was fucking you. I was hoping you went to Gio's uh, uh, show this past, what, what was it, like two weeks ago when he was at Carbock? Oh, man, I wasn't able to make that one. I wanted yeah. to go, though. Yeah, I really was... did. I don't remember what the fuck was going on last week. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, my, I was either working. Yeah, I know. It was either work or rehearsal or, or some shit. I don't, I don't do not yeah. know. <laughs> like I said, my shit just, my memory is just bad now. Did you fucking play football or do you have CTE or what the hell, man? I don't know. <laughs> I have ADHD. Yeah, I, I think. I have the predominantly inattentive type. I got screened at the beginning of the year because I was like, I need to know. And then. <laughs> they said you got that shit. Yeah, so they're like, they're like, yeah, I mean, like, this is, you're like what they call the predominantly inattentive type. So it's mm-hmm. really easy for me to forget things. And let's say there's like something that happens and it has a stronger emotional impact on me. Mm-hmm. I'm more, I'm more likely to remember that okay. than anything that happened like three seconds before that. <laughs> I, 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 I totally get what you're saying, man. I'm very <laughs> similar in that way. Very similar in that way. Dude, b- before I forget, um, I, uh, it was about a month ago or two months ago mm-hmm. that you were doing that, uh, the show with coffee, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Like a, a, a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And you you were the first guest on there, right? I think I don't even know if it aired yet. I haven't gotten that word. Uh, well, I feel okay talking about it because he's posted it, like on his social media. I don't think it's aired yet. I don't yeah, think it's aired no, yet. Uh, it's just an so, upcoming project, right? Yeah. So me, CA, and and Dende all went the same day and, and shot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the order is or how he's going to do anything yet, but I'm excited. Okay. It's something it's, for the future. No, nah, for sure. Like he's definitely got a vision for it and, mm. and I see it and he's passionate about it. And it was really cool seeing him like in his element, you know, doing, yeah. fuck, you know, like Dude, the he's, bloopers fucking, or <laughs> he's fucking perfect for it, man. Yeah. Fucking, man. After, after their show on that Sunday, man, I was, they were like, Hey, just come over. We're about to go to coffees and hang out. Cause, uh, Jill was flying back out the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was like really bummed, man, because I had to go back home. And I was like, dude, like, just to pass up a, a good just hangout session with with the boys would have been fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, yeah, but yeah. So since we're in the Christmas uh, week, um, let's talk about some of your favorite Christmas movies. I know, dude, I- I'm still very new at this shit, so it's like my shit's still kind of all over the place. Like we're gonna touch back on your music later, you know? Oh, yeah, but no, but uh, we got to give the people a little bit of everything because, like you said, we have HCHD. We're fucking everywhere, man, and it's okay because we're gonna work. We're fucking working through it. Oh yeah, nah, bro, no. So, I my favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch. I love The Grinch, but mm-hmm. if I could give top five to, in no order, uh, The Grinch, Elf, Jack Frost, uh, Christmas with the Cranks, and what's another one? Eight Crazy Nights. Eight, okay, I've seen like two of those that you named. No, yeah, I've seen you, Jack Frost. I've seen Elf. I actually saw Elf uh, yesterday. <laughs> That's always good. And dude, I dude. fucking cried at Elf. I cried at Elf every single fucking time, man. Low key, there I was a time shit. where where I watched it and I was like, man, like poor poor Will Ferrell, poor buddy. <laughs> right? like, he just, I was like, he just wants to meet his dad, and his dad's an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> then the fucking uh, on top of that, like when Santa Claus's fucking sleigh goes down, it's down because there's no Christmas spirit, and then yeah, you get everybody getting that Christmas. 
Yeah, you get this Christmas spirit back, and then I just got emotional, man. I just fucking cried a little bit. Jack like, Frost was mad emotional. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years, but I do remember crying on that one as well. Oh, my God. Like, I watched it. When was it? I think I did watch it last year. Mm-hmm. The, the one with Michael Keaton, right? Yeah, yeah, the old school. Oh, one. my God. Oh, my yeah. fucking God. I, like, watched it, and then, you know, the, the kid's all shoveling, and he's, like, shoveling the snow all pissed off because he, his dad's dead. And, it's mm-hmm. just, and then I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, bro, cut this shit out. Please. Yeah, take this. Yeah, I it was hate so that good. Shit. Yeah, it was so good. Great movie. Great fucking movie. Okay. And what about Christmas gifts? So what's like, uh, what's the worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten and the best? You don't have to uh, air their name out. Or you can. You can, you, you know, you can't, you can't, you can put them out there. Worst Christmas gift I've ever gotten. Um, one time I got a book mm-hmm. and I never read it. It was, <laughs> it was, I was a book. Uh, it was definitely like a, like a children's book, but I was, mm-hmm too young to like care to receive books okay and i was like okay you know but well, you know it was it was it was mailed to me from uh-huh. like family out of out of, out of state so i was like oh, okay books woo but <laughs> okay thank thank, thank you <laughs> I, I, I the worst gift in the past five years and you're like adult in the past life. five years yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i don't know i think it was it was kind of funny like I wasn't, I guess my, my transition has been about, I would say in a, the pe- a span of like four years, I would mm-hmm. say my timeline is I'm going on four or five or going on five years. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would get gifts that were like feminine okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, y'all like, it's it's been a really long time since okay. I've worn anything feminine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> it. Uh, I read the room a little, y'all. Come on, like. <laughs> okay, so uh, about about the your whole position thing, man. Like, uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie, I, dude. It, whenever I first was following you and all that, I had no like. I was fucking <laughs> clueless. I, I was completely clueless, and I, I was wondering, and like, I would see you post. Um, like about like a uh, positive trans, like supporting trans, um, a post. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't think nothing about it. I was like, that's dope. You know, he supports, but little mm-hmm. did I know you were part of that community, you know? Yeah. Until like, uh, I read an article. I was like, I fucking had to Google. I, I Googled your name and I was reading this article and I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. And then like the day after you started posting like older, older videos on your stories from mm-hmm. like, 2018, whenever you were, I guess transitioning, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, dude, that that's so fucking badass. Like, that's just like an extra bonus that like we get to kind of hear a little bit about like oh, that yeah. side of your of, of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, dog. What, yeah. What, <laughs> like, because a lot of a lot of people, man, they're like scared, and because I mean, Dave Chappelle's getting canceled, and he's getting called like a transphobic and whatnot, mm-hmm. and um. No, did have did you happen to watch this special by any chance? Did not. You did not. Mm-mm. And it's it's really, um, you know, because I'm, like I said, I'm I'm not really offended by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one of those things where I heard about it, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, well, if I do watch this, I need to prepare to watch it. I feel like. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't have the attention span to sit down 
and watch something. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to make myself sit down and watch it. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, when a movie has been out in theaters, you're like, Oh, I gotta go see it. Oh, I gotta go see it. And then time passes and you're just like, eh, well, I don't eh, really, yeah. you know, it's just Cause I had the hype like, is over and you don't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah. A little bit. So then with that whole thing with Dave Chappelle, it was just kind of like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of things and it's like, well, how did that make you feel like what everybody was saying though? Like, cause I even think it was like, um, it, it, it was different, I guess side. I, I don't think it was a, like the whole community that was like an, with an Oprah about it because like for you, you're transitioning from like woman to man. And like, I guess mm-hmm. the people that were like offended by it was the other way around. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I, like, I feel like a lot of people just didn't even give it the time and like actually try to listen to what he said before like making their, like forming their opinions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing that I also need to, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like when I watch it, I, I do know like everyone's like, you need to watch it. If you do watch it, you know, watch it with an open mind, try to listen to it. But I think mm. at the end of the day, the opinions that I form, um, are not going to go against my community. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's uh, FTM, which is female to male, or MTF, which is male to female. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always support and defend my community and, and respect everybody's opinion mm-hmm. on what it is. Uh, if anything, it, it'd be more so me watching it to indulge and observe and listen mm-hmm. and not necessarily immerse myself into what he's really saying. Okay. You know, because I feel like a lot of people are going to be saying a lot of shit. Yeah. And whether or not I decide to get emotionally invested with what somebody's projecting mm-hmm. or trying to convey is, um, it can, it can be a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's definitely not something that I, I can, I'm just like, I'm not going to, waste my time Mm -hmm. obsessing over somebody else's opinion if i disagree with it Mm -hmm. if i can sum sum it all up yeah because like right now you you haven't seen it but you've just heard so much about it like i've heard a lot about it exactly and it's like um you already have some sort of a not necessarily a narrative but like Mm -hmm. you already like all the uproar how does that make you feel like towards Dave, even though you haven't seen it? Like, is that, do you think about him negatively in any type of way? Or are you like, uh, holding to, to wait to, to watch it to kind of, um, like, um, get your feelings uh, about it. You get what I'm saying? Like, are you going to form your opinion about him? Um, I mean, I think Dave is a smart guy. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle is a very smart guy. I think he's he is a comedian. Like that's another thing. Comedians are fucking going to push those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where people really do say things that kind of can't like it's like, all right, well, there's a bit of underlying fucked up shit here. Mm-hmm. Where I mean because I mean I I think I, I watched or heard or listened to the last few minutes of what he's saying. You know, mm-hmm. he's like saying, he's like, my problem isn't with transgender people. It's always been with white people <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, like that. Okay. And, and, yeah. 
like uh, essentially like he said something like that the concept yeah the concept like it was and it was like one of those things where everyone laughs and claps you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i don't know like um but hearing all the negative stuff it doesn't make you want to like watch it and like form your own opinion about it i mean i'll, I'll watch it eventually mm-hmm. i'm definitely gonna watch it it's just right now i don't even i don't have the energy to to, to put watch to put into it like because uh-huh. i know i'm like all right this is gonna be a thing where i have to sit down and pay attention to it and then mm-hmm. i'll laugh you know i'll laugh at what's funny and stuff mm-hmm. what i find funny i think i've always thought dave Chappelle was funny yeah he's the <laughs> goat man he's he's, yeah, there, he's fucking know? hilarious he's so mm-hmm. fucking funny so it's um it's also yeah like i said it's i feel like it's gonna be it's a heavy one because i mean i've known people mm-hmm. you know my friends who support me and this and that they're like yeah no it was good you need to watch it yeah. you need to hear what he's saying and i'm like I, you just it's one of those things where you hear mixed reviews mm-hmm. and um i mean what are your closest friends that kind of know you the best are like what have they said about it are, are they kind of for you watching it you think i mean they're like yeah i mean like you should you should give it a chance or and watch it like he's gonna say some things and then it might mm-hmm. rub you the wrong way but you know just kind of listen and i'm like okay and uh, yeah. i feel like i definitely have to listen to what it is and yeah. it's just one of those things where i'm like and it doesn't even have to do with the fact that you know he's saying transphobic shit mm-hmm. it, it's just it, it's in just a way that he doesn't even say it like I, I, like i'm gonna let you you know watch it you know, whenever you get to yeah. it like whenever you're free like you like you said man like because that's kind of how i am man. like i'm not gonna spend my time and energy on something that like Either I don't like or that people are talking crap about. Like, if I stumbled up upon it, then I'll form my opinion on whatever the case might be. But mm. it's not like I'm going to go searching for, for anything like that. Yeah. I feel like if I'm watching a stand-up comedian, I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to watch it to see mm-hmm. if I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I okay. love Eric Andre. I think Eric Andre's fucking hilarious. I love that mm-hmm. chaotic, dry humor. But his stand-up okay. special was very hard to watch because I'm like... I've never heard of him. Who? What's his name again? Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. Oh, he's funny. He's really? he's very yeah. He's like like I said. He's very chaotic, dry humor. Like that's the shit that I'm into. But uh-huh. his his stand up special was very difficult for me to watch. What, what was it on? <laughs> it was so cringy. It was on Netflix. It was so cringy. I was like, I can't finish this. Because he had a movie no, too. He, he had like a prank movie, and that was fucking hilarious. It was called uh-huh. Bad Trip. Okay. Okay. But his stand up special, I couldn't do it. I was like, I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, there's been some. Well, for me, man, like uh, some of the guys that I like to watch is Andrew Schultz. Are you? Have you heard of him by any chance? Mm-hmm. I've heard of him, yeah. Andrew Schultz and like obviously Joe Rogan, Dave, fucking uh, uh, Derek Poston, a lot of other local local guys around here. Jeff Joey, he's a local guy. He's always he's the one that hosts uh, Punchline Mondays at Axelrad. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a funny guy. But um, but yeah, dude, I just kind of wanted to get your take on that. Um, but okay. So a little bit more about that. When, Uh when, like, when did you know that you wanted to like, uh, transition and Mm -hmm. whenever you were in the wrong body or, you know, like, when did you start Mm -hmm. feeling yourself? Uh, I didn't really start feeling myself until. I don't know, but I guess let's, let me let me let me answer the first one. I st- mm-hmm. I knew when I was like three. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I used to like pray out the window. Uh-huh. Like you know, I just I saw some kid on Barney do this, like make a wish on a star type shit. You know, uh-huh. so I would, 
I was like, okay, well maybe it'll work for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I never liked wearing a shirt. Okay. I kind of was like, okay, well how long until I don't have to wear a shirt anymore? Because I'm dreading that day (laughs) as a kid. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to wear a dress. I don't do all this shit. I don't. And you, you remember that at three years old, that, that you knew that, um, the boys, cause, cause like whenever you're kids, you know, everything for boys is blue. Everything for girls is like pink. And like, you were all just gravitated to all the boy stuff. Yeah. And, and what, um, what mm-hmm. were you saying? No, go ahead. Well, yeah. And I, I grew up, um, you know, with an older sister and an older brother. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, again, I immersed myself into like what the boys like and what the, what, what girls like almost to like appease my older mm-hmm. brother and sister. And I also grew up, um, a lot with um, my cousin Mario mm-hmm. and we did all the boy shit together. So <laughs> well, my uh, brother and sister were in school. So, okay. That's, that's pretty cool, man. And um, how, like, when did you feel comfortable enough to like, uh, like tell your family to I express was, your feelings? I was like 22 or 21 years old. Oh, wow. So it, it took me a while. Um, I for sure was not very feminine uh-huh. growing up at all. Like I said, I didn't very do dresses. I did. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did my first communion in a fucking pantsuit. Like, <laughs> it was late. But it was, so there was no hiding it. Yeah, I was. I was. You were not trying to hide it. Absolutely not, because there's no way you were putting a fucking dress on me. You had uh-huh. to kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gay as hell, right? Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and then, and now I don't. I think it's like, you know, I can express my femininity different because I am comfortable in myself. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. gr- but growing up, it was definitely something where I was like, I don't want like get get that away from me. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. I don't like it. It. Uh-huh. It. I don't like. I didn't like feeling pretty. Like I did. I didn't like that. I, okay. I, um, uh, fucking yeah. So then I came out as a, a lesbian when I was like 18 because mm-hmm. I was like. Again, ain't no way in hell am I going to prom. Yeah, yeah no fucking dress. In a dress. In a gown, yeah, yeah. In a fucking muumuu or some shit. I was like, I'm not wearing none of this shit. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, I, well, I want to go in a tux. I want to go in a suit. I want to look good. I want to look dapper. I'm fucking and fly. I, and my suit was fly. My haircut was jacked the fuck up because I, I didn't go to a barber and I should have. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, but okay, we're gonna see that. But I went to a barber shop. I, I went to go get a haircut like two days ago. Usually, I got my guy that I go to. Fucking great mm-hmm. job, Miguel at Grayscale Barbershop. Go check him uh-huh. out. He was just recently on like the top ten barbers in Houston. But oh, dude, shit. I went. To, yeah, um, I was calling like he was booked up, and I've been getting off work late, so so like it, it's hard for me to like set an appointment because I don't know what time I'm getting off work. So I got off work the other day on Saturday, and dude, I called like five barbershops, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking have a fresh haircut for Christmas, and that's okay. Uh, but then I, I called one more spot, and um, I should have known that I, I, I should have never gone because I was like, hey, do you have anything open for like an hour from now? And they're like, dude, I'm open right now. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'll be there in an hour. So I get there. It, it's the worst thing, man. Like, uh, I, I sit down. He literally has the same clippers, I feel like, that I have at home. And 
it, it was the most painful haircut I've ever fucking gotten, mm. man. It was so fucking painful. And, like, I was like, dude, I'm never doing this again. Like, I I, I felt so shit was tugging on your hair and shit, huh? It was tugging on my edge up, dude. And then with the fucking brush, oh. like, every time he'd brush down, it's like he oh. had a fucking, like, toothpick on his brush. So every time he'd brush oh. down, like, I'd feel it. And, like, a I have a... What the f- it, it felt that's what it felt like, man. And it, this is just a pretty much a public service announcement. If you can't get to your barber, just, just avoid going go. to just any random person or like do your research and, and do your review. Like, read the reviews, man, because I still <laughs> have like a red line on here and it was mm-hmm. fucking terrible. But okay, let's go back to, to what you were saying. Yeah, let's see prom. if you remember. Prom, yeah. Prom, so yeah. I um I went to like some some hair salon, and I told them what I wanted, and they cut it wrong, and oh. they went they went against my grain mm-hmm. because they're like if we keep cutting we're gonna give you a cowlick and I'm like I'm pretty sure people have cut their hair shorter than this so I mean yeah, yeah you can keep fucking cutting my hair like <laughs> uh-huh. but um but yeah so that was um definitely definitely. And, uh- but was your family cool with it? Like, I feel like yeah. right now we're at an age that like, like families are a little bit more supportive, and like that's like one thing that that's really dope about the the time we live now. You know, there's a lot of shit, a lot of bad shit going on, mm-hmm. but like at least now, like we're a little bit more supportive of like uh of the new age. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like see. people legit being themselves, and I'm boring the fuck out of you, bro. Oh my no, god, no, no, no. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm gonna oh fucking cry, god. bro. No, I'm let me fucking tell you, gonna I'm, cry, man. I've been up since five thirty this morning. It's okay. Yeah, me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah. But I'm actually no, so, excited to be here, so no, I bro, don't feel tired at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> so okay, you saying the family was supportive and everything? Everybody was good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of um, a step because I felt that there was like a little bit of like quasi support where it's like yeah we support you you know uh, but mm-hmm. it that was just really just me in my head because i mean i'm like i said i went my whole life not wearing a fucking dress or anything girly so i mean i guess they kind of got it you know so uh-huh. yeah. and, then, and then um and then when i came out as trans you know i kind of that was a little bit di- uh, a little bit harder mm-hmm. uh because then you know even though i clearly you know i wear masculine clothing and mm-hmm. I have a masculine mentality. Mm-hmm. I was still, you know, like their baby girl. Okay. Like, like to my mom and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of, it's like, Oh, this is my baby girl that likes girls. And that was it. Yeah. That's what they thought of it. Right. Yeah. 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 And, then, and so, so some of that support is like kind of, it's there, but it's mm-hmm. not like, not really don't know how to, they don't know how to like, know how to show it's new to them it's, it's, it's yeah them. yeah for sure yeah. i mean it's in i don't mean a, to blast but it's you know it's mainly my mom but mm-hmm. and but i but i get it you know what i mean it's it's really right. tough to kind of you know it's it's still me you know like i'm not mm-hmm. it's uh, you from I, what it from what it sounds like you've always been yourself pretty much you've never like pretended to be anything you're not yeah right? and i yeah. <laughs> if anything, I just kind of watered it down a little bit mm-hmm. to kind of appease people and 
you know, not scare anybody or whatever, or not yeah, freak anyone not out. But out. yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but then uh, you know, after a while, I was just like, you know, fuck it. If they get freak, if anybody gets freaked out, you know, mm-hmm. they can kick rocks. Is there a? Do you remember the moment? That you were like, you know what, like I'm gonna do the trans- the the transition. You know, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. Um, yeah, I remember. I was, um, I think I was driving, mm-hmm. and it was my my old best friend at the time, and we would kind of talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. He would kind of tell me like, like, dude, like you're a dude, like just <laughs> accept it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And again, it was like one of those things where you know I was kind of suppressing it for so long that. To, in my head, it was just fantasy. But everyone's like, or not everybody, like a couple of my friends are like, you're but friends, you can do, you're real friends. Yeah, like, but you can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one night I was just driving and I, I texted him and I was like, hey, uh, I think I'm going to tell my mom. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think I should tell my mom. And I was kind of like, I was fucking nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I can I imagine, was, man. Like, from was, a Hispanic household, you know, that's that's pretty tough. Yeah, especially a Catholic household. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's so, it, it's tough, man. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my mom, and uh, I'm gonna do it. And then I didn't get a great response. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. So <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, but but the good thing about that is like you you were open about it from like the get go. Whenever you found out that you you wanted to to go with it, like you told your parents or you told your mom, and um, like at that point. No matter what happens afterwards, like you have a clear conscience, and you were like, "Hey, you know, I, I told you I was going to do it." Like, whether I hope you accept me, but it's going to happen, right? Yeah. At that point, I was like, "I'm getting way too fucking old to to mm-hmm. not do or what's going to make me feel better." You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, exactly. And then you know, I told my dad, and he was um, kind of like, "You know what? Just make sure you." going to the right people mm-hmm. <laughs> you can afford your shit yeah and, and you're doing it you know everything safely you know my mom was said the same thing too but mm-hmm. it was just a little a little different on the, yeah. on the other end so. this still but, sounds like some good parents though yeah no i love my parents yeah i, I definitely love my parents yeah but um but yeah that's when, when i really figured it out i was like 21 22 and i was like i'm gonna do it boom uh-huh. and then it's it that that in of itself is is a a process because you kind of have to like desocialize yourself mm-hmm. and um you know i have to try new restrooms yeah and okay let me ask you this how far into the transition did you start or using like the men's restroom or was that something you were already doing or um since you were kind of dressing i would say um it's something i started I I dabbled in in college uh-huh. because there'd be times where I'd be in the women's restroom and uh-huh. people would run out and make uh-huh. sure they're in the right place and then come back and then apologize yeah. and make it weird. Okay, okay. And, and it it's happened a lot. And so at that point, I was like, "This is just." Then you felt weird being there. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, well, I'm just I just gotta wash my hands, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I'm that's, just, that's just, it. Yeah. I'm not offending anybody. I don't have a gun. Like uh-huh. I had, I had someone bring in a, a male janitor to kick me out. And I was Are like, you serious? yeah, I was like, what the wow. fuck's wrong with you? Like, I'm just, what do I what? Like, they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? Like, I'm just in the fucking, restroom, in the restroom. I was like, you know what? After this, like, fuck it. Like, I'm just uh-huh. going to go somewhere where I don't feel judged and feel okay. safe. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. And, um, but even then that got tough. Cause 
not a lot of men's stalls have any locks or toilet paper. Yeah, they fucking suck, dude. Fucking men are fuck- <laughs> they're fucking animals, bro. I don't fucking yeah. use like public restrooms, dude. It's it's hard. I have, yeah, if I have to, but yeah, it's fucking it's yeah, a shit no, show. definitely. So yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> a, big, a big old shit show. Yeah, but yeah, I would say like I was definitely like in college when I really was like I'm just gonna, no, uh-huh. just gonna bite the bullet and and go for it, or I'll find a family restroom and just. Lock yeah. that motherfucker up. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love using family restrooms, man. Even yeah. myself at the mall, I go into that motherfucker. And sometimes I feel a little bad because I'm like, what if a family is trying to get in here? Hey. But it's like, they can wait. It's okay. It's like, don't y'all got the little koala table in, 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 in every restroom anyway? Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're fine. Wait your turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what, what are one of the, what's the first thing that you have to do, man? Like whenever you. Um, do the transition like you gotta take hormones and shit love your heart and you love yourself okay that's the first thing you gotta do honestly you really just gotta know that you know you're valid mm-hmm. and that what you're feeling everything that you feel you know it's it's it really is a journey like I've felt a lot of shit mm-hmm. it's it's valid it's it's true it's honest you know you gotta stay true to you and then Second step is like, all right, like what, what do you, how do you like to be recognized as? Like, what do you mm-hmm. like to be called? You know, the pronouns and shit. So I was like, well, I don't feel like a she. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel like a they. I definitely feel like a he. You know? You're so, a bro. I've always called you bro. That's my pronoun for you, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I um, started like, like, yeah, like y'all try it out. You know, like I have to tell my mm-hmm. friends and stuff. And then they're like, okay, well, you know, do you have a name? <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like that's, 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 a, that's a really big commitment. Just, um, even, even when you don't have any paperwork, you know what I'm saying? Like that in of itself is a fucking process, but like, I bet, man. yeah. So, um, I, um, kind of went to the baby website and just mm-hmm. looked up a bunch of S names. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I kind of just wanted to stay true to my de- my dead name first initial, which was S. Uh-huh. So um, I was like, okay, well, I looked at a bunch of different S names, and then I had talked to this one guy who is uh, trans. His name was Cody, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of what helped me realize. You know, I saw that he was transitioning and getting his top surgery, and I was like, kind of not wa- not watching him jealous, but I was watching it like, damn, like is mm-hmm. that me? Like I think is that something I want to do? Future. Yeah, so I was like, hmm. okay, so I, I um, befriended this guy, and he followed me on Vine and stuff. So I would kind mm-hmm. of. Um, talk to them about stuff and he helped me through it. And then I was like, yeah, I'm looking through some names right now. I'm narrowing it down. Like, what do you think of Santino or whatever? He goes, bro, he goes, bro, that shit's sexy as hell, bro. And I was, <laughs> like, right? I was like, that's what I said. I was like, I yeah. And it kind of sounds like, you know, I also kind of uh, came up with it, you know, cause in honor of my mom in a way, mm-hmm. you know, cause okay. um, I was, I'm the youngest of her children. Okay. And, you say um, you have a brother and a sister, right? I have a Older brother and a sister. And then I have a, an elder sister who was a stillborn. So okay. she, she was premature and, and didn't make it. Oh, and no. she was, yeah, she was born in uh, 89. She'd be 32, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's when I was born. 89. Yeah. So, um, yeah. uh, what else? Oh yeah. So, um, but I was a well-behaved child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very easy. Follow the rules, everything. A little bit. Like she, she would always tell me like, yeah, like if I had a, a wet diaper that I would wake her up and tell her that I had a wet uh-huh. diaper. No or, shit. You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm wet now. It changed me. 
That's exactly what she said. Yeah, like this is oh, mom. Uh, she said I would be like, Mom, mom wake up, change me, I'm wet. Like uh, <laughs> or like you do, yeah. said, that I'd go to the I'd potty train myself essentially. Uh-huh. Uh, they tried teaching me how to tie my shoes, but I just gave up on them and, and learned it on my own. Oh, just um, fucking get Velcro. I just I just did it one day. Yeah, like I just I remember the knot. It looked like like this. <laughs> like, Dude, that's my son now, bro. It was just like he, like a tower of shoelace. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. Then, well, that, that's what it is when you first start up, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, dude, that's awesome, man. Like, I, I really like the. Uh, I mean, the time. I like I said before. Like, we there's a lot of shitty stuff that's going on nowadays. But like, <clears throat> a lot of like cancel culture bullshit. But like, it it it's, it does provide that um that comfort and and that uh, I don't even know how to how to put it into words that. I, I, everybody's just more open up. We're just more accepting nowadays, you know? Well, like, yeah. We're a lot more accepting, and I fucking love that shit, man, because uh, people are, don't even want to be themselves sometimes. Like, even being in their own bodies, like, not even being, like, um, like transitioning to anything else, just, like, do you just... It's hard being yourself sometimes. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, overall... And, like, for you to actually go through the whole change, and, like, that's fucking amazing, man. That's fucking beautiful. That yeah. it's that it's something that we can do, you know? It's a, yeah, anybody can do it. I mean, it doesn't even have to be, like, if you're trans or anything, you know? If you're just, like, if, you want, if you're a fucking desk worker and you want to fucking pick up art, like, you can do that. Or if you, if you pick up art and you're just, like, you know what, maybe I want to do something. Maybe I want to be a firefighter. Like, I, don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it can go from anything from vocation or to, you know, sexuality or anything, you know, mm-hmm. you can, or if you're just like shy and you're just like, you know, I think I kind of want to get out of my shell, you know, mm-hmm. you, know you, just, you know, the first step is just to do it, you know, and just, it's going to feel weird, but I mean, that's change and the change is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all just so scared of being judged, you know? Oh yeah. And that's, that's honestly, that's the first thing that has to go, you know, you have to not be afraid of what people are going to say. People are going to talk shit. And at the end yeah. of the day, you either let it affect you or you don't. Like, <laughs> how, okay, how can you tell somebody? Uh, what's your advice uh, to help them ease with like feeling judged and like letting them be themselves? They're not paying your bills. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't feed you. You're not sleeping with them. They're they're not your mom. Mm-hmm. And even if they were your mom, they're not you. <laughs> you're you're a grown ass person. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you're you're a grown individual, and it's like you know you don't want to sit in a retirement home one day and think about all the shit that mm-hmm. you could have done, and you can't think about you know all the shit that you could have done, you know, if the world were to end tomorrow. Like you just kind of have to do shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, uh, living, I mean- living happily really. Um, it just, it starts with like, I guess, mastering or harnessing the art of respectfully, just not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. And it's not out of spite. It's not out of, you know, you know, bitterness or negativity. You just have to understand, like, you know, the more you love yourself and the more that you put the love back into you, the more you become love, you will be able to to display that you know what i'm saying and you'll Mm -hmm. be able to 
and I'm not even speaking about that romantically. You know what I'm saying? Like love is a big universal thing, but yeah. the more, the more you love yourself, honestly, like the more you will be able to exude and be brave in, in yourself and mm-hmm. you will be able to just, you know, shine and you can't worry about who, who likes it and who doesn't, you know, it does feel good when people fuck with you. Mm-hmm. It feels, it feels great, <laughs> but it also feels better when it's real. It feels better when it's real and it feels better when you know how far you've come mm-hmm. from feeling afraid of being judged, you know? And then now it's like, you know, you you feel when it's real from people that love you and you also see people that hate on you and you're like, mm-hmm. mm, that's false because I know me. Exactly. Like I know my worth, so I'm not even going to worry about what the people are hating or, or talking about or if mm-hmm. there's like some weird animosity or anything, you know, like why lead that way you mm-hmm. know they're just you know if anybody hates you they probably hate themselves yeah. or, or they hate they hate they're they're jealous honestly like they're jealous of, of how free you're able to be yeah they're je- basically jealous of how how free you're able to be and then honestly that's that has nothing to do with you <laughs> it has, it's all it's about them it's not a, it's not about them and it, it's not about you it's it's their fucking problem like it's mm-hmm. not that's not the problem you have to solve at the end of the day exactly right, you know no i totally get what you're saying man like there's mm-hmm. no need to spend time with listening to the haters or, or, or anything like that because they're not going to provide any quality for your life you know Mm-mm. and they don't dict- they don't dictate your future Mm-mm. only you can dictate your future none t- none at all not at all mm-hmm Okay, all right, we're coming up at, dude, I, I said I was only going to take up, like, an hour of your time, but, like, <laughs> I, I, but we're, like, an hour 30 deep, you know, but, like, I, I do want to yeah. ask, okay, we're, you were showing me the tattoo that you got on your fucking head earlier, man, you got, and it's not the first one either, you have, like, two other tattoos on your head. Yeah. What it's made a great, you... It's a great spot. Yeah, I heard it's painful. I heard my buddy was fucking crying with it. <laughs> But okay, what made you want to tattoo your fucking head, dude? Uh, I couldn't get a tattoo on my hand. Why not? Because I I work in a in a smoothie shop, so I'm constantly uh, gloved and mm-hmm. and it's getting wet, and it just it would heal disgusting. It would be really bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, I last year I decided. I think this was this was post COVID too. Uh-huh. Post post COVID pre album. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've I've been wanting to get a head tattoo for a minute. Some mm-hmm. something possessed me at one point. It was like head tattoo. So I was just kind of like manifesting that low key. So and then it was head tattoo. You never thought face tat. Nah, I was like, I'm okay. not gonna. I might want a job. Yeah. After my job, so I was like, <laughs> let me get something where my hair can grow over. You know, and it, and it exactly. actually it grows over really well. Mm-hmm. The disco ball. So I, I'd always wanted a disco ball. I just never knew where. That's and what it doc- is. It's a disco ball. The yeah, the one on on this side is a disco oh, the, ball. Okay, I didn't know exactly what it was. Okay, I see the disco ball now. Yeah, yeah. some people thought it was a Death Star, and I was like, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I wouldn't <laughs> get the Death Star on my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the disco ball makes more sense. Yeah, so I got that, and I was like, I either get it on my hand or on my head, and I just thought about it. I was like, you know what? I've been, mm-hmm. I had, I had been debating shaving my head for a really long time. Okay. So I ended up just doing it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I saw like, that, man. I, I saw that's pretty recent. 
mm-hmm. with the, yeah. With the yeah, with the bald head. Okay, what made you get this big ass head though? Um, my tia recently passed away of cancer, and she really liked tigers and and big cats and and cats. She was a cat lady, mm-hmm. <laughs> not a weirdo, but tiger definitely King? a cat lady. Yeah, <laughs> she was tiger. Yeah, and she actually, I remember when we were kids. So I'm 26 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was five when she was 26. Oh wow! So so okay. it'd be like if if I was raising little kids, you know, I'd yeah. they'd be all into the things that I'm into. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like my music and my TV shows, and you know, my the 26 year old culture, whatever. Yeah. So um, um, yeah. So and I remember she had gotten a tattoo, like somewhere on her side, like on her back, mm-hmm. of like a it was a white tiger. But it had like blue tint on it, like a aqua aquamarine, like turquoise tint, mm-hmm. like ink on the stripes. And oh, I was that's, like, that's pretty dope. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think my grandma knew about it, so she was like, "Yeah, I'm talking." I was like, "Almost anything." I was like, "Almost anything." Yeah. I won't talk to you. Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm a. I'm gonna get a tiger. Damn, that's huge, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty big, man. It's pretty. It took an hour and a half. Yeah, it was actually pretty, pretty quick. Oh, damn! It took, it took, it took longer for him to draw it on my head than than it actually did for me to get the tattoo. Okay, yeah, that was my next question. How long did it take? <laughs> an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, Dude, that was chill. I want to get a tattoo, man, because I I want to start being cool too, man. I, I really <laughs> do, and I feel like a tattoo is going to take me to that next level. I feel like you're gonna, you're gonna get addicted to it like all of I, us have i might i might but like it's kind of hard I, to get uh-huh i like pain so i was like <laughs> see i'm not man I, i'm not a big I'm pain a guy i'm a little bit sometimes dude like even a couple <laughs> sometimes i like in the mornings i'm like fuck do i have to go to work <laughs> like do i, I hate, really need to go in this is cold hurts work in the cold yeah i i hate that absolutely hate that i'm i, I hate waking up like even just with the fan, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate cold. I'm, I get so cold in the morning, and I'm just like, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> it's just like, it's Dude, like I'm not going nowhere. It, it was so funny because like last week, the whole memes were going around that uh, that is like, "Oh, the, the, the kids, they're not gonna have a future later because it's like 70 degrees right now during Christmas, you know, in December." Oh and like God. next thing you know, it's fucking 46 all of a sudden. And it's like Mother Nature just heard us talking shit. They're like, oh, motherfucker, you want some cold? I got you. <laughs> you Dude, know? <laughs> this weather change is, is fucking all of us up. Yeah. It is not yeah. It is not helping. <laughs> it's not. It's bringing all these COVID cases, right? Honestly, it could be It could be making it worse, too. Like, just everybody's allergies are flaring, and then your uh-huh. immune system is compromised. So it's just fucked. Yeah, yeah. It is fucked. <laughs> Dude, I, I do want to talk about this one line that you do have in Orange, okay? You okay. said, are you really trying to find your soulmate at Whole Foods? Oh, absolutely not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what if what if you bump into them at Walmart? What's wrong with that? Just because they got a couple fucking missing teeth and so, shit? They got overalls on? What's wrong, uh, you know? So, it's it's actually, it's an, it's a inside joke of a video that i saw so it's kind of like a parody uh-huh of this this video that i saw via it was cody co and this guy i think his name is noel i forget his last name 
Mm-hmm. But they, they, it's called That's Cringe. And someone, one of my friends that sent it to me, and they're like, you got to watch this. And they're watching, they w- watch videos and they react to them. Okay. And there's this, there's this video on YouTube called You. Mm-hmm. And it's these two, um, two people of the Caucasian persuasion. <laughs> okay. Um, but they're like these like hippie motherfuckers. Like hippie as fuck, and uh, like hippie as fuck, but also like your parents probably f- pay for your apartment one hundred percent. Okay, okay, I get. It. I know, what <laughs> I know the people you're talking about. I'll send you that video later. But okay. so they're, and then they're like, "Yeah, we met at Whole Foods, <laughs> and, and you were buying celery. Yeah, you love celery. It's like uh-huh. what the fuck? And it was just like really fucking cringy and stupid. So that okay. was." That line was was making fun of that video. Oh, dude, I thought it was for real, man. Because like that's literally like a whole Hallmark movie right there, man. Like fucking falling in love in the grocery store. Like that, that's literally what every girl wants, right? Like that's yeah, they want to get souped in at the grocery store. But honestly, I feel like if you actually try and pick up a chick at the grocery store, if you're not like fucking Brad Pitt, they're gonna think you're a creep. Oh yeah. Right, they're gonna. He's a fucking pervert. He's fucking oh, harassing me. You have to be a fucking Brad Pitt looking guy. Fucking uh, Jason me. Momoa. Is this yours? Exactly. The way you're fucking creep, man. Fuck it. I think you dropped this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, try I it. didn't. Goodbye. We, we, we should try it out, man. I think you should fucking go and we should record you trying to, you know, pick up at fucking Walmart or Whole Foods or something. Live Excuse up to me. that. Live up to that this inside joke. Well, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> it is now, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I've had a lot of fun t- chatting up with you, man. I-, I feel like we need to go hang out um, outside of this. Just because, just like, what I've always said, like, the guests that I have on here, it's, like, people that I legit want to be friends with, that I want to hang out and, like, want to surround myself with, you know? Yeah, we'll go get like, a beer. That's all I've had on here, man. Like, Go okay, watch you said the game or something, whatever the game may be. <laughs> do you do you watch any sort of games? Do you watch? Uh, I like to watch uh, the UFC fights. I need MMA. to get more into those. But every time the MMA fights happen, there's always like a show or something where I'm just like, okay, I have to be here. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But okay, okay. I've always, I've always like enjoyed watching fights. I mm-hmm. just don't, I just don't know when any, any of them are because I don't really keep up. Have I you ever like watching, got? Hmm? Have you ever gotten into a fight? Kick somebody's ass? Oh no, I don't fight. You don't fight. I'm, You're a lover. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But I mean, I'll fight. What do they say? I'll fight for what I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't <laughs> stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been rowdy, but I've never, uh-huh. I've never gotten into a fight. I'm very, I'm kind of waiting till I'm sized up. So uh-huh. if that ever, if that day ever comes, you know, I, I, until now, I know that I'm gonna get fucking socked. So. <laughs> Yeah, I see you. I, so I won't fuck with anybody. <laughs> I see you chugging that fucking uh, muscle milk or whatever, man. Oh yeah, you got your no, protein. So I, yeah, I started working out a lot more recently, so I can mm-hmm. kind of put some weight on, and you know, it, it helps with the with the uh, chest surgery that I want to do uh-huh. eventually. So the more muscle that I build, the easier it's going to be to like form my chest out. Okay, okay. 
See, I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to lose. uh, I'm trying to lose my chest, bro. I'm trying to lose, like, all this fucking nonsense. But um, but push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Push-ups. That's that's what it is. But um, but yeah, dude, we need to fucking hang out and um, I'm down. Fucking hit up coffee and um, uh, do some fun shit, man. Get into some, get into some, you know. Hell yeah, dog. If um, if you're not busy New Year's Eve, I got that show. Oh yes, yes. Before we leave, fucking, you're performing. Uh, you've already performed at Axelrad before, right? Yeah. I okay. Have. Is this your second time at Axelrad? Yes, it is. Okay, okay, dude. I, it sucks that I fucking missed that show, man. Like it was great. I really wanted to go. I know. I was hoping it was shitty. That way, I don't feel too bad. <laughs> like it sounds. Yeah. That, it do you crazy. have some sort of a ritual before, like you you get on stage or anything? Uh, well, I have to pee. You know, I usually just go pee first, and then um, maybe sometimes I'll have like a shot just to kind of calm my nerves down. But uh-huh. I. Technically, I don't like to drink before I perform because mm-hmm. I feel like if I drink too much, then I'm going to be loopy and stupid and forget uh-huh. things. And also, it'll just impact my performance negatively. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, I just like to be oh. present, as present as I possibly can. Or you never know. You might have a fucking viral moment falling off stage or something, you know? Ow! Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that one with- so- the what? The Prince video. The Prince video. This guy was like a Prince impersonator. He falls off the stage and he goes, "Ow!" No, I, <laughs> dude, I saw fucking Carol G falling off stage not that long ago. Oh no! I think it was about two weeks ago. Man. That shit was kind of funny, but then she still she stood back up. Fucking independent woman, be, you know. My ass will be laughing into the microphone like a dumb shit. Yeah, for real, right? I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Seth, okay. <laughs> for real, dude. So fucking Axorat. For New Year's Eve. How stoked are you for that? I'm hype. You're fucking hype? It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I get to play with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, like You're the closer, right? New. Uh, okay. Amtrak is. Well, technically, okay. as far as bands go, Amtrak's a DJ. But he's, uh-huh. a, he's a known DJ. So, I mean, that's pretty badass. You get to open for okay. a cool DJ. That's dope, man. Yeah. So it's okay. be a dance party. And tell me how excited you are about it. Uh, 10 out of 10 excited. 12 10 out of 10 excited. excited. Yeah. Okay. Performance-wise, are, are you going to give the people the show, or, or what are you going to give the people? Are, like, are you going to do anything special because it, it is New Year's Eve? Do you have anything, like, upcoming that you're going to perform that's not out yet? I'm going to perform like, something I haven't performed before, uh-huh. but it is out. Okay. But I've just never performed it yet, and it's a lot of fun. It's called okay. uh, window shopping. Window shopping. Mm-hmm. So my, okay. my best friend Andrew has a, a house project on the side called Nighter Day. Mm-hmm. And I'll link link you to all this stuff later. And um, he, yeah, we have this song. We're gonna have a video out for it next year. Okay. And um, yeah, I get to play window it live. shopping. You get yeah. to play it live. Well, it's, I mean, what uh, what else, dude? You fucking tell these people, man. Why the fuck they should be there? Um, because you've got three of Houston's fucking. Household names, these these yes. talented people. Tell them the names. Talented, beautiful people. Dende, Lily Aviana, best known as Lil Yaviana, uh-huh. <laughs> and Uncle Tino. Me, fucking Uncle so, Tino. Yes. And you got DJ Roses, who's gonna fucking bring in the night. You know, you got these talented, amazing people who aren't gonna have free shows forever. Uh-huh. This is going to be one of, one of the very few free shows. Is it? A, it is a free show. 
it's a free show and oh, it's going to be man. it's going to be some of our last free shows before the price starts going up hell yeah my fucking because show we, up, people because we're we're fucking we're all moving and it's it's a beautiful thing to to be able to move up like that with with people that i love and care about man, that's awesome man yeah so hell everybody yeah, should fucking go because everybody is bringing their sauce yeah, I, so. I, dude, I, I wish I could go, man. I fucking wish I could go, but I'm still like, uh, like my girl's like, no, New Year's Eve, you got to be with the fam. But it's like, you know what? I'll see them tomorrow, the day after, you know? Like, well, I don't have to be there right at midnight. Or, yeah, you could just come after the show, which ends at 1030. Okay, okay. Oh, you like, know? so go go before midnight, before the show ends. Yeah, yeah, so the show is going to be... Well, Amtrak goes on after me, so probably like, and I think Amtrak is gonna do, might do the countdown. I don't know, uh-huh. but um, but I'm not doing the countdown. What time are you hopping on stage? Nine thirty. Okay, okay, so that might yeah, be so doable, really, man. Yeah, that might be doable. Really, yeah. I might be going there and fucking, you know, just go support the homie. Because yeah. dude, I fucking it sucks because Camera Cold like they performed like back in the summer. They did like three shows and I fucking missed them because my baby was born. I don't know why she did that. You know, hey, she could have waited a little bit. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> She's cute as hell, bro. She's fucking cute as hell. I love that. But um, but yeah, man. So I, I'm gonna really hope. I'm, I'm gonna really try to go out there, even if I get in a fight with my girl. I'm gonna be like, you, Uncle Tino, fucking told me to go to his show. So if you're gonna be mad at me, fucking DM him. Like, yeah, we, we can you, compromise. Like, you, I'll watch you, the kid. Y'all can yeah. go out one night. <laughs> you, you gotta deal with the consequences, man. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'll babysit. Hey, dude, but you're gonna be performing. How well, not that sick? night. Okay, that you, okay, you'll make it up later, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll make it up. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Well, man, I, I really appreciate you having on, like coming on. I can't even talk, right? Because like I, I was a little bit nervous, man. I'm not gonna lie, because I was really excited, like about getting you on here, and um, I'm gonna try and get you on here again because yeah, yeah. I feel I'm like nervous. I could do a better job. And like yeah. I was telling you, um, over time, yeah, great. Like, Thanks, bro. Thanks. That's, that's Philly Goose. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Philly dude, you were saying that. <laughs> since we're on that, since we're on me right now, you said that you really fucking thought the name was pretty cool, right? Because that's why I try yeah. to tell everybody. Yeah, Silly Goose. The Silly Goose podcast. <laughs> <is> silly Goose. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm about the chicken logo? Myself. Oh, I know you're a Silly Goose. That's why I reached <laughs> out. I was like, this guy fits our fucking profile. He fits us, you know? <laughs> Exactly. I like the I like the logo. I like everything, dude. And like um, concept. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get some merch coming out here soon. And um, since you are basically a, a video director, I'm a I'm gonna fucking hire you to, to direct the promo video for it. Because like I have oh. this thing in my head that there I want to do for it, but it's like um, I, I want to talk with you. And see if you can make it happen, or if, if you can connect me to somebody that can make this thing in my head a reality. You know, sure can. We can do it. Hell yeah, man! Well, dude, this has been another episode um, of the Silly Goose Podcast. Do you have any shout outs or anything you got to plug? You want to plug in before um, we let you go? Y'all can follow me at Really Uncle Tino on Twitter, on Instagram. Just find me on all streaming platforms. It's just Uncle. And follow me and follow my friends because we're next. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter, but this guy is fucking hilarious on Instagram. Man. He really is. So <laughs> go stream all his shit. 
Go follow everything. Help me and quit go, my job. And go, yeah, help him quit his job. Go, go interact. <laughs> like, go comment. Because, like, that helps, man. Like, it helps the algorithm. Whenever people are commenting and interacting mm-hmm. with your site, like, it fucking helps. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so look, let's help all the local artists, man. Absolutely. That's what, that's what I, w- I want to do. So, yeah, I, I'm going to hit you up, man. I got your number now. So, I'm going to hit you up and uh, maybe we can hang out and um, talk about, you know, some other stuff. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. This has been another episode of the Syllabus Podcast. I'll catch you guys later. Goodbye. You can say bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>